Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the leading of the Spirit is about your decision. It's about your choice. Whether you want it or you don't want it, but it is always what? There. It is not about the result that you get. That determines the leading. The result doesn't determine the leading. Whether things happen good or bad, it doesn't mean that it was God that uh, led you. Because you went to do something and then it comes out good, doesn't mean it is God that has led you. Because you did something and it comes out bad, also, doesn't mean that it is the devil that has led you. Amen. What is necessary is for you to be able to recognize the leading and obey. Amen. So, we continue this morning. Amen. Psalm. Let's start from Psalm. Psalm 32, verse 8. Are you there? He says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide you with my eye. Amen. God is speaking. He says, I will do it. I. Amen. So, you must believe God with all your heart. He says, he will guide you. So you don't ask whether, whether God will guide you or not. You don't pray, oh Lord, guide me. No. He says, I will guide you. Did you pray to God before he said that? No. But let me tell you, you must believe in the word of God, what God has said. Amen. Now, this is what God has said. He says, I will guide you. Amen. So now, the word of God is what you should hold on to in every situation is the what? The word of God. What has it said to you? You find yourself most of us will be entering plane, will be traveling to Amen. And then they said we have lost bearing, we have lost direction, we don't know where we are going to anymore. Oh, we have engine failure. <laughs> what do you do? See, it's not that time you like my fear. That is fear now. But at that moment, in your spirit, you already know. He <laughs> says, I will guide you. <laughs> he says, I will lead you. Amen. <laughs> Hey, at that moment you already know you are sure. And you say, because of what God has said, nothing will happen to me. Amen. 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 So hold the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Believe the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Another thing is this. You must know when you are being led by your spirit, you should know something that it is God that is what? Leading you. Even in menial tasks, I mean in simple things that happens, 
I told you I was sleeping here one day, and then the Lord said, Go and take your mosquito nets. Amen. I said, Ah, God, you, my mosquito net will concern you. <laughs> Amen. I'm telling you that in the little thing that you do, God is what? Interested. Amen. Even in the clothes that you wear, He can lead you. Amen. Glory to God. I have a testimony of a brother who wanted to go for a meeting. And then the Lord spoke to him. Don't put on suits. Just put on normal shirts and trousers. And talking. And go for that meeting. According to him, he said he went for the meeting just like that. And then in the meeting, everybody was putting on suits and everything. He said, but during the meeting, all attention was on him. Like he just looked different from all of them. So, when the manager or the director comes on the stage, they say, uh-huh, you that boy there, you that guy there, uh-huh, let's hear from you, let's hear from you. Amen. All attention was on him. That after the meeting, people were coming to him, say, ah, what am I Amen. Maybe if he had put on suit like all of them, he wouldn't have been. Yeah. Amen. So we are being led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Say, I'm being led. Okay, say, the Spirit of God is leading me. He is my shepherd. I am not confused. I know what to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, before we continue, I just want to explain something to you. Some people say, God, man is a spirit. Man is a spirit. He's having a soul and he lives in a what? Body. He say, man is a spirit, he has a soul and lives in a what? Body. That means man is not a body. But he is a spirit. <laughs> he is living in a body. And then something should come to your mind. After Jesus died and resurrected, and he went to heaven, did he went to did he go to heaven as a spirit or with body? Huh? Answer me that. When Jesus died and resurrected, and he was ascending to heaven. You know, after he he ate fish. He did a lot of things. So when he was going, did he leave his body there and then only the spirit was going? He went to the world with the body. So if man is a spirit, why did he take the body along? Amen. So notice, man is spirit, man is body, and man is soul. Amen. Man is a what? Spirit. Man is a what? Body. And man is a what? A soul. Say, say, I am spirit, body, soul. I am spirit, body, soul. Amen. Now, listen. What is the body? The body is what you use to relate to the earth. Okay? The spirit does not relate to the earth. But the body is what you feel. You get it? You feel. You feel cold. You, your spirit does not feel cold. Your spirit does not feel hot. But your body feels hot. Your body feels cold. Your body feels sick. The spirit does not feel sick. So if there's that kind of a problem, it's where? In the what? In the body. Okay? Another thing is this. Then what is the the spirit? Now, we learn that the spirit knows all things. You get it? The spirit knows. It knows everything about God. Everything. 
is the part that knows everything. He knows everything. Then we have the mind. The mind is the place where you make your choice and decisions. Or is a place of reasoning. Where you think. You came here today because you thought in your mind yesterday, tomorrow I'll be going to church. Now, if all of a sudden you just came here and you're not putting on any clothes, somebody will ask you, have you lost your mind? What do you mean? Amen. They will ask you whether you have lost your mind. Somebody who is smart. <laughs> the mind is having what? Problem. He cannot think. He cannot reason. So when you just, just, okay, let's just remove the mind and leave the spirit and the body. What will happen? The body will just be doing anything in life. It's just rolling on the ground. <laughs> it is just like, um, um, A, like a ship, a ship that doesn't have any steering, or a car, a car that doesn't have, it doesn't have steering. Who is steering from it? No, it will just be going anyhow, because there's nothing giving it what direction. Amen. Okay, so that is your what your mind. So that is where you think. That is where you reason. Now let me quickly say this again. Whenever you are finding the word heart, not always, but most of the time when you find heart in your Bible, it's referring to the spirit. Okay? The spirit. And when you are finding soul, soul in the Bible, it's referring to the what? The mind. Okay? The mind, the soul, the heart, the what? The spirit. Okay? Okay? But the mind is different from the heart. Okay? Your spirit is perfect. Your spirit is complete. But your mind is not what? Perfect. Your mind still needs to be what? Renewed. With the what? The word of God. Okay? Your mind still needs to be renewed. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They will understand that. No, I said that because... I'm going to be teaching something so that you won't be what, be confused. Amen. Now, let's go to the book of Acts. We continue from last week, Sunday. The book of Acts. Remember last week, Sunday, we were talking, we were saying something like, um, the spirit is always correct, but the mind is not always correct. And then we saw Elijah. Elijah, when he saw the fire, the wind, all those things, he saw them in his mind. Amen. They are not. But he says, I heard a word, a voice. And God was in that word, voice. Amen. So, Acts chapter 9, let's see Apostle Paul, how he has been led by the Spirit all through. Acts chapter 9, verse 15. Acts chapter 9 verse 15 this but the Lord said unto him go thy way for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Amen. Who was he talking about? Paul. God was talking to Aeneas concerning Paul. <laughs> he says, I will show him what? How great things he must what? Suffer for my name's sake. Okay, now let's see how, how he started, how God started leading him now. Acts, let's go to Acts chapter 13, verse 2. 
Are you ready? Acts chapter 13, verse 2. Are you there? It says, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. <laughs> Trouble don't come. Amen. <laughs> you know, God was speaking to Aeneas in the previous verse. I will show him what he must suffer. Now the calling has come. They were all fasting and praying, and the Spirit of God said, how, how did he speak? Do you think that the Spirit of God just spoke from heaven? To pray people, no. He spoke through somebody. Now, somebody spoke it because the Spirit revealed it to him in his mind. Do you understand that? So, when it was revealed, say, separate unto me Paul and what? Barnabas. For the work which I have to call them. That was the first leading of Saul. This is how the Holy Spirit started leading him. Amen. So now, we must learn to recognize the leading of the word, of the Spirit. When somebody says that, and Apostle said, eh? Which work? I'm not going to I am saying this church. Maybe we are praying one day. <laughs> Maybe the pastor said, Sister Florence, the Lord said, you are going to work to go and prepare your work. So pack all your things. I'm going to work. Hey, you do my own. You do my own. You do my own. You do <laughs> now, what happened? You have heard the voice of God, but your mind has not yet accepted it. So, your mind begins to ask you questions. So, the voice of God is not logical to the mind. Stand up and go. Call your child. Call your wife. What will come to your mind is why. Your mind will say why. You get it? So the voice of God is not logical to your mind. You get it? Now, your mind must be able to recognize mm, it is God that has spoken to me. The moment your mind recognizes it is God that has spoken to me, then your mind says, yes. Do it. So the body, the body picks the phone and calls. Do you see how it works now? You see how it works? That's what happened. So Apostle Paul, he recognized that it was God that has what? Called him and Barnabas. Amen. Let's continue. Let's look at verse 6. Sorry, chapter 16. We move forward now. Chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. Verse 6. It says, Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia, and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, they were forbidden, they were stopped by the Holy Ghost from preaching the word of God where? In Asia. Amen. Somebody will ask, can God say to the priest, can God tell you not to preach the word of God? It is not God. Can God say that you should not have program? Can God say that you should not pray? Can God say you should not fast? It's not God. Amen. But the Bible says here, I told you, it's not about the results. 
It's about who has led you to what? To do it. Amen. So if God said, do not do this, you don't do, do it. Whether that thing is good, no matter how good it is, sometimes you may want to give money to something or give money to somebody. The Spirit of God said, stop. He can say it. Apostle Paul was going to preach in Asia, but the Spirit of God said, what? Stop. You see that? So, <laughs> now, your mind will, will ask again, can it be God? So now, the responsibility here is for you to be able to recognize that it has, it is God that has what? Spoken. Amen. Now, you have to remove this thing from your mind. You must know when your desires are leading you to do something. When your zeal is leading you to do something. And when, see, when the Spirit of God speaks, you are not thinking of it. Do you get it? This is a key to really, 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 when I started understanding this, when I started learning how to recognize the voice of the Spirit, this is one thing I understood first. Even in vision, it is still the same thing. When he speaks to you, you may not, you may not, it's not something that you are thinking about, thinking about, thinking about. Amen. When it comes, when the voice of God comes to you, it's, it comes like something new. It's new to your mind. You see, there is a hey. Amen. The same thing with the vision. It's not something you are imagining in your mind. You are not you are not imagining. But it just came as a picture. Amen. So look at verse 7. It says, After they were come to Messiah. They are said to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. The Spirit again suffered them not. So the Spirit was guiding them on how to go forward evangelism. Amen. So we must be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. You say, Apostle Paul, how did you know that the Spirit did not allow you to go? There will not be any leading. There will not be any leading. Do you think that the Spirit of God will just come? I have come. You will not pass here. You will not pass here. You will not pass here. No. You won't get any leading to go. Most of the times, I have explained that I will know that I want to do something. I don't, I want to do it, but I have not yet been motivated inside to go. And then when I finally go, everything you know where. Maybe the thing will not even be there. Maybe you want to go and visit somebody. At times you just know. And the person is not in the house. Or you'll be having some questions in your mind. That is, you're having a check in your spirit. You're having a check. So at that moment, what do you do? You recognize. Say, ah! Even if I go, the person will not be there. Sit down. Amen. So people will say that if you are going to visit somebody and then you kick a stone, it means that the person says, that is not this one. That is deception. <laughs> Amen. So it means that God is telling you not to go. <laughs> if you want to go, and then the wind begins to come. You say that, don't go, don't go. That is deception. Amen. Look at verse 9 again. Verse 9. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night 
there stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Amen. Paul has been stopped from going to Britannia. He has been stopped from going to Asia. To Asia. And then he had a vision. Was it when he was sleeping? Let's check. He says, probably it might be a vision. It might be when he was sleeping. Okay. It might be when he was sleeping because he said in the night. It might be. Amen. And it might not be. But he says a vision. Amen. So Apostle Paul had a vision. Or maybe probably he was praying about it. Okay. Yeah, I think that is the right one. Probably he was praying about where to go now. Because the Spirit of God has stopped him from going to Asia. Stopped him from going to Britannia. Now, probably he was praying, if you stop me and stop me, then where shall I go? And then he had a vision. A man came to him. He says, come to Macedonia. Come to Macedonia and preach the word of God to us. Hallelujah. That is called a word. Believe so now, through the vision, the Lord shows him where he's supposed to go. To go. Amen. Now, where did he get the vision? The vision, how did he get it? In his what? In his mind. Amen. Okay. The mind is the place of understanding. It is where we understand things. Amen. So a believer, listen to this. A believer must be ready to do the will of God just like Paul. Somebody has already made up his mind on something. You have already made up your mind on it. And then you go and start praying about it. When he speaks to you, he says, it's not God. But when you hear something that's a very plan. Amen. You must always be ready to follow the leading of the Spirit. Okay? You must make it your mindset that what God will tell me to do, that is what I will do. You must be ready. You must make that decision in your mind to follow the will of God no matter what. Okay? Because if Apostle Paul had not chosen, had not made up his mind to always follow the leading of the Spirit, he would have gone to Asia. He would have gone to Britannia. Amen. Let's look at one more. Okay, give me two more. Acts chapter 18. Turn your Bible forward. Acts 18 verse 5. Acts chapter 18, verse 5. Are you there? It says, And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ. The Bible says what? Paul was what? Pressed. In the what? Spirit. Amen. So, in other words, Paul had the leading. How did Paul know that he was pressed in the spirit? Through his what? Mind. <laughs> Would your mind know that there is a presence? Instead, it is being what? Revealed. You get it? So, through the mind of a person, we need to go here. I just know. I just have a leading. We need to go. Amen. Paul was pressed. Pressed what? To testify. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 20. Verse 22. Acts 20, verse 22. 
20 verse 22. It says, and, be, and now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Let's read it again. And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto where? Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Look at verse 23. It says, Save that the Holy Ghost witness, witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Look at verse 23 very well. It says, Save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Amen. I told you the last time we came that Apostle Paul wanted to go to Jerusalem. And then a prophet came called Agabus. He took the mantle of Apostle Paul and tied his leg and his feet, his hand and his feet. And then he said, This will be done to the person who owns this world, mantle. So Apostle Paul is saying here that. The Holy Ghost have witnessed in every city that of bonds and chains are waiting for me there in Jerusalem. Now, when you read the first verse, he said, Not my what shall before me there. Now, but first, listen, Apostle Paul had the leading of the spirits to go where? To Jerusalem. He says, I go bound. That means I cannot do anything about it. The Spirit of God is leading me to Jerusalem. You see? But I don't know. I don't know. It is. There is a verse that says, But some people have witnessed to me through the Holy Ghost that bonds and affliction is waiting for me there. Now, first thing, Apostle Paul knows that he needs to go. But he doesn't have the word. Why he needs to what to go? He doesn't have the information, the facts, the reason why he has to go. That is so. Listen, you must understand the leading of the spirit very well. He is leading you to go. Somebody can come and say, "When you go, this is what will happen." It doesn't mean don't go. <laughs> If it is Jonah, ah. <laughs> even, even Jonah, Jonah has not gotten any information of what to happen there. He has run away. When he gets the information, both are fishing the way for him. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So now, Apostle Paul is getting a comparison from his spirits. But this man is asking, why? Why do you need to go to Jerusalem? Why? Why? Do you see that? The same way it will, it will, it will be with you. When God is leading you sometimes, your mind will be asking, why? 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 At that moment, forget about why. Why is not necessary. But the moment you recognize the leading of the Spirit, obey. Amen. 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 So now, there was a prophecy. A prophecy came to Apostles. Now, this prophecy answers the question of his mind why? So, what is the prophecy came to reveal what is going to happen to him when he goes. First of all, he had direction. But no what? Prophecy. He doesn't have. But later on, the prophecy came to what? To support that what? Direction. Okay? So, listen. Before prophecy, there is a leading. Okay? Okay? Before prophecy, 
Before you really understand things, prophecy is for you to understand. There is already a what? Leading. Okay? So you already know. But now you will just understand what? Better. Amen. So when the leading comes, it will not be clear to you. You will still be confused in your mind, but your spirit is not confused. But you have the leading. For example, for example, I think last week or so, I insisted that we wanted to pray. We wanted to pray. And then, as for me, I have already gotten the leading and I had the facts. But she, when I met her and I told her, she said, mm-hmm. now, now me feel it, and now me feel it, but now me say that me feel it, and now me feel it. You already have the lady. The lady is already there. So when I came, there was a prophecy. Now it began to clear. Said, okay, yes, this is what we need to what to do. You see that? So that is it. So before prophecy will come, there will always be a what a leading. Hallelujah. Now the leading will present you with a choice. God would lead you. He would not force you to follow. God would lead you. But he will not <clears throat> do it. <clears throat> do it. He will not force you. So, the lady presents you with a choice. Whether you obey or you want disobey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You can have a lady to go to Mali. You can have a leading to go to Russia. But if you choose to go to Spain, it doesn't mean that something bad will happen. Or it doesn't mean that things will not go on well for you. Things can go on well for you in Spain. Everything can go on well for you in Spain. But it means that you are now on your own. My German goes say, now you can yourself go there. I tell you so that you go there. I mean, I push you, I push you go there. You are the one that has taken yourself there. Amen. You are on your own. At that moment, you have separated yourself from the will of God. So whatever you begin to do is irrelevant. You may be doing a great work. You may be doing a good work. That is why I told told you, it is not about the what? The results. It is whether God has led you to what? To do it. Amen. Hallelujah. So, if something bad happened, when God asked you to go to Mali and you went, does it mean that there's no God that led you? It was God. God knows how those things will happen. But he wants you to want to go. Apostle Paul, was it not God that led him? God led him to chains, to afflictions and chains. You think he did not suffer? Apostle Paul suffered. He suffered. If he gets to heaven, he will tell you. <laughs> it is not easy. Hallelujah. So, Let's continue. So that is why we don't judge the leading of the spirit by what? By results. We don't judge the leading of the spirit by what? By results. You don't look at the result of people and begin to judge them. Let me tell you, in heaven, a lot of things will be revealed. It says, the heart of men will be revealed. Why people did this? Why is it that this one did that? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? Everything will be what? Revealed. If you are preaching because you want a car, it will will be revealed. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Now, we cannot, that is why I'm supposed to say we should not judge. Okay? We should not judge. It is, 
but a time is coming when everything will be what? Revealed. He says, death not before the what? The time. Do not death before the time. It doesn't mean that if somebody is doing something wrong, you should not tell the person. No, that is different. Okay? Do not condemn people, okay? Do not condemn people before the time. You may not know the reason why this person is doing this. Hallelujah. Say, it is not about the result. It's about the leading. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, do not be afraid because you have learned that the spirit led Apostle Paul to change and amazement. <laughs> every time the Holy Spirit is leading people, is it to suffer? Jesus, temptation. <laughs> Poor prison. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's look at something at Acts chapter 27, verse 10. Acts chapter 27, verse 10. This was one of the times that Apostle Paul was in the ship. He said, Verse 10, and said unto them, Says, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of them, not only of the laden and the ship, but also of our lives. Apostle Paul said he perceived. That means he is having a leading in his spirit that something bad is going to what? Happen. You know what? He was being taken to Jerusalem. He was there. Well, yeah, you get now. Okay, he was being taken to Rome to be tried. You get it. He was, being, he was going to Rome. And then. The ship that he has boarded is about to capsize, or something bad is about to happen. So he went to the captain. I have a leading in my spirit. And sometimes when Christians speak to unbelievers, they say, Leading, get us from here. So the captain will say, I will take your God somewhere. Go, 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 go. Amen. The captain did not listen to him. At this point, did Apostle Paul know what? Did Apostle Paul know everything that is going to happen? Let's read it again. 27 verse 10. Watch the way he spoke. And said unto him, says, I what? That is, I am sensing something like this is going to happen. You get it? It doesn't mean he knows everything now. At this point, he's just having a what? A little. Maybe as you just begin to feel that the place you want to go, something bad is going to happen. But you don't know what, what it is. It may be accident, it may be something, but you don't yet what? No. Amen. So, and said unto him, says, I perceive that this voyage will be with hands. And much damage, not only of the land and sea, but also of our lives. Amen. Now let's look at verse 21. Let's go to verse 21. Are you there? It says, But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them. And said, says, ye should have hearkened unto me, and not have loosed from crates, and to have gained this harm and loss. Look at verse 22. It says, and now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the sheep. Look at verse 23. It says, for there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Amen. Amen. Remember, 
in verse 10. Apostle Paul was saying that there will be loss of what? Of life. He says that what he was sensing. You get me? But now an angel has come and tell him that there shall nobody what? Will die. But this part of the things that Apostle Paul say come to pass, yes. They have loss of their what? Of their goods. They threw some of their goods into the what? The sea. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I, I just wanted to make that clear to you. That you may have a leading, but you may not understand what? Fully. But with time, you what? Understand. So, if God says, go to Egypt, you may not know the reason why he says you should go to Egypt. But should you obey? Yes! You get it? Stand up and pray. He doesn't know the reason why. Should you obey? Yes. Now, as you take the next step, God will tell you what to do. Don't think that because you are going to start the church, God will tell you everything. When you start, after 40 days, you'll meet this. After 50 days, you'll meet this. After 30 days, you'll meet this. After 70 days, you'll meet this. And this one will come and help you. And this one will break this. No. God will not do that. When he leads you and then you make the first step, then he brings it to pass. Then he shows you the second step. You take the second step, then he reveals it to you. Then you take the third step. So listen, as we continue to follow the leading of the Spirit, things are being revealed to us. To us. Amen. So every day, every day as we continue, people will just come into your life. And you say, oh, that is why God said I should come here. Amen. For example, when I came to this place, I don't know why I came here. Amen. I tell you, when I came to Donaldson, I don't know why I came. Right from Kamali, there was a lady you have to go back to what? To Kumasi. When I got to Kumasi, I, I was based somewhere. Even when I came to Kumasi, I don't know where I was going to Kumasi. Sorry, I knew where I was coming. But I don't know why. So when I got there, I was there for some time. Another lady. Now, just like I was supposed, I saw it in a vision. You get it? There's the angel of the Lord, like I was praying. I remember that day I was praying for direction. As I was praying, I saw an angel. He was holding something like a can. And as I was praying, I saw that like tears were going into it. And then all of a sudden, the angel rise up, stood on a, on a chair and raised it up. As the angel raised it up, I saw the tears like smoke started going to heaven. Then as it ascended to heaven, immediately, after some time, I, I saw another vision of where I should go. Amen. I saw the angel directing me to go. Amen. So I just knew where to go. That is the leading of the spirit. Amen. So the leading of the spirit will not always be in your mind like hearing. It can also come as what? A vision. Amen. 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 So until I obey, 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 obey. Through the journey, as I'm saying it, it's sounding nice to your ear. It's not nice, though. <laughs> it's not nice. At times, I remember one night, I had to sleep on one wood somewhere by the roadside. You think it was nice? So, not nice. The leading of the spirit will not be nice. But you just have to what? Follow. Hallelujah. So, when he said, Take half of your money and give it to this. Don't say, eh? When you stand before God, it will not, it will not be whether you pay that or don't pay that. It will not be whether you give or you don't give. It will be the thing I ask you to do, whether you did it or you did not do it. 
Do you understand? So recognize it. The voice of the spirit is very, very important. Amen. Amen. Now let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Today I must quickly round this up. It doesn't mean we are finished. We'll still continue. Yes, much more. Amen. Are you there? 1 verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. Are you there? Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. He says, For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a of a <laughs> so you have a what? A sound mind. Amen. 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 Say, I have a sound mind. I have a sound mind. So now listen. He says he has not given you the spirit of fear. Do you know why? The moment fear comes in, your mind is disturbed. The moment fear, worry comes in, your, your mind is disturbed. So he says, no, stop it. I have not given you the spirit of what fear. So whenever you sense that you are afraid, resist it. Stop it. Amen. You say that, ah, the stroke, the stroke, the stroke, the stroke, the stroke, the stroke. God will never lead you by what? By fear. Amen. So when you begin to sense fear, stop it. Resist it. You begin to pray the spirit. Lead up a hand, there's under higher arm. I remove fear from my mind in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Because fear will prevent you from knowing the leading of the spirit. Amen. So we must not what? Doubt. The leading of the spirit, you must not doubt. You must be sure, you must be bold. That God has what? Spoken to what? To you. Amen. At times, God will speak to you. It will sound like as if maybe it's your pastor will be talking to you. Or maybe it will sound like as if um, somebody who you usually hear is speaking to you. You get me? Sometimes you may have a dream and then you may see maybe your friend telling you some things or maybe somebody you pray with telling you some things. Amen. It's not your friend though. It's God Himself speaking to what to you. Amen. That is the word a leading. And then you hear in the mind. You begin to hear. And then you sound like I said your pastor. It happens to me. Like I will just be hearing like the voice at times, the poor I listen to, the preachers I listen to. I will hear their voice when the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. But I will know it in the words. The Holy Spirit. It is because I am used to that word, voice. Amen. So when you hear something like that, do not be confused. Amen. Do not say that, hey, we saw people here big. We this and that and that. Or this and this and that. Or this and that. No. It happens that way. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, Romans 12, verse 2 asks us what? To renew our what? Our mind. So when we go to church often, I am rounding up. As we go to church often, as we go to church often, what do we do? We renew our mind and we teach ourselves to recognize the voice of what? Of God. Let me tell you, it is very, very important for you to always come to church. As you come to church every day, it makes you sensitive to the word, to the spirit. Amen. As you hear somebody preaching, it teaches you to listen to God. So listen to me. If you have not trained yourself to listen to your pastor, to listen to your preacher, if you have not trained yourself to listen, 
it will be difficult for you to listen to what? To God. Amen. So as you come to church every day, you are training yourself to what? To listen. Amen. And as you meditate on the word of God, you think about the word of God. When you get to, you begin to think whether what has been said, you begin to think about it. Is it, is it the right thing? Oh, this is correct. You open your Bible. Is it this correct? You begin to believe it. You begin to believe it. As you think about it, you begin to believe it. Hallelujah. Now, as you do this consistently, you are teaching yourself, you are training yourself to recognize the voice of the word. The Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. See, another thing that will help you is prayer and fasting and the study of God's word. Prayer and fasting prepares your mind. It does not make God to speak. Prayer and fasting does not make God to speak. Prayer and fasting only prepares your mind to receive or to recognize the voice of God. So it will tell you that it was when the disciples were praying that the Spirit said, Separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas. Amen. Hallelujah. You said, What do I pray about? What are these saying? What, what is the prayer and fasting so that I can recognize? What do I need to pray about? So I pray God speak to me. No! This time you pray in the Spirit, you pray in the will of God. See, as you pray in the spirit, what are you doing? You are praying the will of God on the earth. See, this type of prayer, you and God become one. You are not praying for what you want. No. You are praying now for what God wants. Pray in the spirit. As you are doing this consistently, your mind will begin to receive information. You say, yes, this is what I need to do. I need to cancel this appointment. I need to stop this. I need to break this. I need to do this. Amen. 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 Listen, this is the kind of prayer that influences the future. See, do you think that when we come here and we pray for seven hours, ten hours, do you think that that is the end? You are joking. As you pray, you are influencing the what? The future. Jesus said, men always ought to pray and not to what? To faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So at times we come here, we pray, we pray, we pray. We are tired, but we continue praying. Some people will have the floor, but they will continue praying. You feel like dying. You feel like your leg is too heavy. But brother, sister, continue. I say what? Continue. I say what? Continue. Hallelujah. I say what? Continue. Amen. This prayer prepares your future. Amen. This prepares your future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I will give myself to prayer. Nothing will stop me. I will never be weak. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet and begin to make this confession. Say, I know. I know. Because I am led of the Spirit. Say, I know. Because I am led of the Spirit of God. I recognize the leading of the Spirit. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Say, I recognize the leading of the Spirit. From today, my recognition is better. Say, from today, my recognition is better. Say, I don't yield to fear. I don't follow after fear. I don't yield to worry. I yield to the Spirit of God. 
Amen. I will always see. Say, God's plan for my life is different. I will not try to make something happen. I will allow God to make something happen. Amen. Follow the leading of the Spirit. Because God is leading you. I said, tell your friend, follow the leading of the Spirit. Because God is leading you. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Have you been blessed this morning? Have you been blessed this morning? Glory to God.